Welcome to Ask the Beauty Advisor, a podcast that answers your health and beauty questions. Hosted by health and beauty advisor, Deanna Lynn. Thank you for joining me today on Ask the Beauty Advisor. This is the podcast where we talk about all things health and beauty. I'm your host, Deanna, and today I answer the question, how much protein should we really be getting in our diet every day? I'm also going to be sharing with you today how to prevent old lady hands. That's right. We're going to be talking about how to preserve your hands from aging. We always talk about your facial skin. Well, what about your hands? Also with me today is Paul, the health guy. He's here. He's got a health alert that you, as well as your family, should really be aware of. So with all that going on today, we've got a lot to talk about. Let's go ahead and get the show started. Oh, wait, just one more thing. I wanted to address the questions you've been asking about the newsletter. I know a lot of you have signed up for the newsletter, and I haven't put one out yet. I'm still collecting um, email addresses. I'm going to get, as soon as I get enough email addresses, I will put out a monthly newsletter for you. I want to make it full of really good and exciting information for you. So hang in there. If you've joined the newsletter and you haven't received your newsletter, it's on its way. And if you haven't joined yet, you can join at the blog, askthebeautyadvisor.com. You can join it from my Facebook page, Ask the Beauty Advisor on Facebook. I will put direct links to both the blog and the Facebook page in the show notes. You've got mail, Miss Lynn. All right. Today's letter comes from Judith, and I'm going to read her letter to you. Hello, Beauty Advisor. I have a question for you, but first, just let me say I love the show and have learned a lot from you, so thank you very much. My trouble started after my husband passed away. It's been about 10 years now. And as I was going through menopause, I decided I wanted to get in shape and become healthier. So I started working out and eating only fruits and vegetables. Well, within a couple of months, I got so skinny, I looked really awful. I became terrified that I was going to look like one of those frail old ladies. I've always have had a more rounded body type, which would have been amazing in the 50s. But now my legs look so skinny and my underarms are loose. I've lost so much weight that now I just have a lot of loose skin, even though I've been working out and weight training. I was so confused how this could happen. I thought I was eating healthy and I was working out and weight training. How could this happen? It was so confusing to me. How could I look this bad with all that weight training and have absolutely no muscle? Turns out I wasn't eating enough protein. I started bulking up on protein and it took about six months for me to gain back some of my muscle. But really, my question for you is, what is the recommended amount of protein that we should be eating daily, not only for our health, but as well to maintain muscle mass? So if you could answer this question, I'd really appreciate it. Thanks in advance, Judith. Judith, I think this is a great question because a lot of us are really confused about how much protein we should be eating as part of a healthy diet. Protein is absolutely essential in our diet. It's used for growth and repair of the muscles. It's also used in building enzymes and hormones. 
the amount of protein in our diet is important, but you also might want to consider when you're eating it. According to dietitians, it's best to evenly distribute the protein throughout all three meals versus backloading it at dinner, as most of us Americans tend to do. The recommended daily allowance for protein is 0.8 grams of a body weight for the average adult. That's around 40 to 70 grams of protein per day for most people. For athletes, active people, and older individuals, it's recommended slightly higher than that, but never over 2 grams of protein per body weight. And it really is best to evenly distribute the protein throughout all three meals versus loading up on protein at dinner. A study in the Journal of Nutrition found that people who ate 30 grams of protein at each meal had 25% boost in muscle building compared to those who ate the same amount of protein but skipped it in the morning and loaded up at night. So now, how much protein is really in some of the foods we eat? For example, meat, one ounce cooked, has seven grams of protein. Soy, on the other hand, or tofu, has 10 grams of protein for a half a cup. Greek yogurt, 16 ounces, equals 15 grams of protein. Milk, 8 ounces, equals 8 grams of protein. Now, here's something I found interesting. Almond, coconut, and rice milk only have about 1 or 2 grams of protein. I really thought that would be much higher. Whole grains, 1 cup cooked has 7 grains of protein. Nuts and seeds, a half a cup, equals about 6 grams of protein. Beans, a half a cup cooked, equal 8 grams of protein. And eggs are about 6 grams. So now, here's what a typical day would look like with adequate amount of protein and evenly spaced throughout the day. For, let's say, a person who weighs maybe 150 pounds and their goal was maybe 55 grams of protein daily. All right, so like for breakfast, they might have two scrambled eggs plus a cup of low-fat cottage cheese. That would be 19 grams. Lunch would include a half a cup of tofu. That would be about 18 grams. And dinner, let me see here, dinner with three ounces of grilled chicken would be 21 grams of protein. So now that's just an example of how you could evenly spread out your protein throughout the day. But don't forget, you'll be adding fruits and vegetables to each one of those meals also. Judith, thank you for sending in that question. It's so important that we remember to add protein to our diet, not only for our health, but to help maintain our muscle mass. Judith, I'm terribly sorry about your loss. You lost your husband at such a young age. But I know you're doing fine and you're having a great life now. And um, thank God you got the muscles back. Anyway, if you'd like to read more about this, you can go to the blog, askthebeautyadvisor.com.
you could be doing everything right to keep yourself young, eating the best of foods for your skin, be up to date on the latest anti-aging skincare, and tirelessly be slathering sunscreen on your face. But if you're neglecting your hands, all your efforts to harness the fountain of youth are in vain. You know, the old saying, you can always tell a woman's age by her hands. If you're going to be spending your time and money taking care of your facial skin, but your hands don't match, then really, what's the point? So here's how to prevent your hands from showing signs of aging. Aging hands usually start out with brown spots, and the most common misconception is your liver. Your liver is not the culprit behind those age spots on your hands. Brown spots are caused by the sun. However, they start to pop up as you age because your hands are probably more exposed to the sun than any of the rest of your body. Now, many of us are very diligent about using sunscreen on our face, but we forget about protecting our hands. Even if it's in cold, even if it's cold outside, the sun can be bright and UV rays can make your spots worse. To avoid those nasty brown spots and keep more from appearing, always wear sunscreen on the back of your hands. Use a daily lotion with an SPF of 30 or even 50. Use something with a broad spectrum UVA and UVB protection. Many hand creams now come with built-in sunscreen. You could also go with a pair of vintage gloves by keeping a pair of driving gloves in your car or alternately hold the steering wheel in the six o'clock position with your palms up. So now if you haven't been so diligent with your sun protection, luckily there are some ways to treat brown spots, especially if you start early. The newer light brown spots may respond to lightening and brightening creams with ingredients such as soy and vitamin C or prescription retinol and hydroquinone. But if you are dealing with dark spots that have been around longer than a year, you'll need to make an appointment with your dermatologist. Your doctor can treat age spots with a laser or a chemical peel. Are your brown spots lumpy as well? For raised brown spots, you can sometimes treat them with liquid nitrogen, which freezes them off. Also a big ager, dry, brittle nails. If you don't take care of your nails, you can basically seal their fate. Dry, cracked, and ridged, which dramatically ages your appearance of your hands. Nails also begin to show vertical stripes, which we can call the wrinkles of the nails. No, thank you. I won't be having any of that. But you can prevent it by arming yourself with cuticle oil to keep your nail beds in tip-top condition. And I hate to say this, but it's time to toss out your nail-staining dark nail polish colors. Because as you know, the only way to get those dark colors off is with acetone nail polish remover, and you want to avoid that at all costs. You could try this new product that I've heard is really good. It's called RGB Nail Polish Remover, which in addition to coming up in a convenient portable packaging, it's also soy-based 
and won't strip your nails of their natural oils. You will probably have to find that product by searching online somewhere. But in the meantime, the best thing you can do is to file down your nails where they're split or cracked and buff out any of the ridges. But there is a bonus. Buffing also gets rid of all that discoloration. And switching from darker polishes to lighter ones does more than just prevent stains. Lighter nail polishes make ridges look less noticeable. I would also recommend you taking some biotin or some type of vitamin B that can help nails grow. Now, what about that crepey skin? Nobody wants that. No one wants the top of their hands to look like a dried, overcooked turkey. UV rays breaks down the collagen elastin tissue as you get older, resulting in a dry, papier-mâché finish to your hands. By far, the best way to prevent this and the easiest thing you can do is to eat your protein. Collagen and elastin tissues are made up of protein, so eating more protein will help your body produce stronger collagen and thicker skin. Skip the harsh detergent soaps you'll find in most public restrooms. It's recommended keeping a mild cleanser, like Vanna Cream Gentle Cleanser, with you at all times so you can wash your hands without drying them out. Follow that up with a moisturizer. And hey, I never said this whole anti-aging thing was going to be low maintenance, did I? Use hand therapy creams. Ones that contain blends of cold-pressed oils like arnica, lavender, calendula to rehydrate and calm dry skin. Also recommended moisturizers with hardcore hydrating ingredients like ceramides and hyaluronic acid. And don't forget your hands when you slather on your nightly combo of serums and potions. Alternate between a product that contains retinol and a product with peptides to stimulate collagen production. To make things easy, multi-purpose the facial products you already have and apply them to the back of your hands. You can even use prescription-strength retinal products like Renova on your hands. But I've saved the worst for last, those veins that pop up in your hands. Oh my, who wants those veiny hands? It's a less-than-stellar fact of life that losing weight becomes more difficult as we age everywhere, except for your hands, apparently. The loss of fat in your hands happens naturally with age, making the tendons, bones, and veins really stand out. Now, if you want to camouflage those ropey veins, your best bet is to turn to the needle. You can get injections by a vascular surgeon, which collapses the veins. Not as scary as it sounds, and this will make them less pronounced. I would recommend you look into fillers and fat injections. I've seen some of these jobs very well done. These plump up your hands and make them look more youthful, same as your face. But know the risks. These treatments can cause bruising, swelling, and lumpiness. If you go the filler route, you want to make sure you use the ones with hyaluronic acid, such as Juvederm or Perline or Radius. Radius is my favorite. It's made of calcium, and when done right, it looks so natural. But of course, your best option is always to take care of your hands now, so you'll have no regrets later on. We interrupt this podcast to bring you a quick health tip. 
Drinking energy drinks can be hazardous to your health. Adults may be tempted by these drinks for an energy boost, but there has even been seen a lot of children admitted to the ER or hospitalized due to energy drinks. It's really a deadly combination of caffeine and sugar, especially for young minds. Caffeine by itself can really make you feel shaky, your heart races, and you may feel short of breath. We would like to point out that most people will drink an entire can, even though many of these beverages, including monster energy drinks, actually contain two servings. Instead of consuming all that excess caffeine and sugar for a pick-me-up, we recommend drinking plenty of water. Water is still the best drink of all. Many times when you are dehydrated or low in fluids, one of the first symptoms isn't thirst. It's actually being tired. So having a nice drink of cool water and doing some stretching to get the blood flowing a little will get your energy going. For athletes, if they're in extended activities over an hour, then I would recommend a sports drink for them. Well, thank you, Paul. Good to know. I hope you enjoyed the show today. I had fun, and I hope you got something out of the show today. I should be back next week. I have an interview. We're going to talk about skin needling on the next episode and what kind of conditions and what it can do for your skin. So I don't think you're going to want to miss out on that. If you want to learn about skin needling, what it's all about, you'll have to check back with me next week. Until then, have a great week. The Beauty Advisor is a part of the Beauty Radio Network. If you have a podcast or need help in starting a podcast and would like to be a part of a free, supportive network, then learn more by contacting Deanna at beautyradionetwork.com.